0: Buzz, folks, the business buzz. It's time for business buzz as we navigate you through the treacherous world of business, finance, taxes, and insurance with today's host, Harold Littlejohn, certified public accountant here in Northern California's premier tax and financial services.
1: Hey, thanks, Douglas. (laughs) Great to be back on the Buzz.
0: Great to have you.
1: Uh, We've got some really special guests today that I know you're going to enjoy. You're going to love hearing uh, what they're up to. just tons of things going on. I want to start today out with a little bit about uh, we're a faith-based station here at KKXX, and I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, my uh, trip through the uh, world of uh, faith and Christianity. I have always felt like Jesus was was a friend and a helper and More so in the last eight or nine years uh, since I've discovered a method that works for me. Sometimes with your faith, you feel like you're lost. You're not quite all there. uh, It's not working out exactly right. But if you do find something that fits with your personality, that feels good, uh, maybe stick with it and give it a little, uh, give it a try. So I got hooked on a book called A Course in Miracles, and I just wanted to point out a few things. Number one, the course is very uh, radical in its thought processes, and I'm not going to get into any real details about that, but it's also very, very Christian in its ideas. But one of the things I wanted to mention about the course is, and if you're interested, it's called A Course in Miracles. Uh, There's no real author, but... um, it's published by the foundation for I can't remember the name right now. I don't have the book with me, but it was published in the uh, mid 70s. But what I wanted to mention is that one of the things I have a problem with uh, sometimes with uh, my biblical studies and uh, Douglas, you can comment if you want as we go, because I know you're. Oh, you're, I will. I will. Yeah. OK, great. <laughs> thanks. I'll support uh, you. One of the things is when they talk, when the, the preachers uh, talk about sin and, and all this stuff. One thing that the Course points out that I really enjoy that makes me feel better is whenever I hear the word sin in a uh, in a sermon, I mentally switch that word sin for mistake. Because if you have fallen and you've made a mistake, mistakes can be corrected. Uh, I think some people get the feeling that sin's not being correctable can be a real negative thing. So that's one of the things that I've learned from studying the course. And I've studied it on a daily basis for for eight or nine years now. So this isn't a part-time thing for me. It's, It's a major thing. And in a little bit, I'm going to tell you about a website I have that relates a little more to that. The other point I'd like to make about the course that I find is very helpful is that Uh, One of the major differences between the straight uh, biblical uh, sermon-type preaching and the Course is that uh, in the Bible, Jesus is like the Son of God, and he's sort of the only one like that. In the Course, uh, we are all part of what's called the Sonship. And it just works out that Jesus, who actually dictated this Course and is actually the author he is just a, like an old, he even says it in the Course, he's an older brother who awoke uh, before we did. So basically, uh, I just wanted to point out the fact that uh, anybody who's ever heard about the Course in Miracles, um, if it it resonates with you, you might really like it. But like I say, uh, the fact that if you think of anything, you feel like you've got a, a, a... Problem in your past or you've sinned or something's you know really wrong uh, just think of it as a mistake that can be corrected and uh, I just encourage everybody to learn a little bit about the course because uh, it really makes you feel good about being uh, Jesus's friend and uh, I use it all the time uh, through work and through uh, personal life and it really helps uh, what I also wanted to point out was that I have a book project that's uh, hopefully going to be published this summer or fall, and uh, the, it, it, the working title right now is The Miracle Business Method, and it's based on course type teachings, but it's, le- it's geared toward uh, entrepreneurs like you guys out there listening to Business Buzz. And I have a website called miraclebusinessmethod.com. You can learn a little bit more about that. And it's just kinda like my passionate side of my workday. When I get a chance, I do a little writing, uh, I do some reading. I have a meetup group. Uh, also on meetup, if, uh, if anybody of you are familiar with meetup.com, you can go to Chico Writers Mastermind Group. Uh, you can look us up there and come to one of those meetings. They're, they're a lot of fun. And we have a lot of real quality writers who uh, share a lot of different types of things, fiction, nonfiction, uh, criticism, uh, reviews. Uh, horror stories Uh, they're just an amazing group of people so I just wanted to fill you in on a little bit of my uh, faith side here and we're gonna dive right into the show today though because in the studio I have some special guests Uh, this is this is a some people that I've known for years and years now I help them with their taxes they have become good friends and they are living the, and I'll call it living the dream. We're gonna to talk to them a lot more about it. They have embarked on a journey over the last uh, few years. I'll let them elaborate a little more. They are professional house flippers and they know what they're doing. They're completely immersed in the entire uh, world of real estate flipping. You've seen it on TV. You've heard all these different things. You've seen seminars where people wanna charge you $2,500 to come talk. Uh, to hear their talk, well, these two local people that I'm going to introduce you to today are doing that, and uh, so we're going to get started right now. Uh, this is David and Shanoa Rivera. How are you guys doing today?
2: We're doing great. Thank you for having us, Harold. Yes,
3: thanks, Harold.
1: Sorry. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad you were able to uh, to come and and be our guest. So let's get a little bit of background now. Uh, tell tell the uh, audience a little bit about. How did this whole thing really start for you guys?
2: About six years ago, uh, Shinola's aunt, actually, she um, she she gave me this gift on my birthday, and it actually was a book. And the book was um, uh, called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And she told me to read this book, and I promise you, after you read it, it's going to change your mindset about everything.
1: It's
0: so a great I, book. It's a great book. It is. I can attest to that.
2: Yeah, and and so I ended up reading the book, and um, after that, it just inspired me to get into real estate. And me and my wife started mapping out a plan on how we were gonna get into real estate, and from there on, we just started doing everything in small steps. We started off buying rentals, uh, and after a couple years of buying rentals, we decided to start flipping houses. And it's the same thing with flipping houses. We took small steps. And as we slowly started to grow, our business started to grow, and we started to uh, start off uh, new companies. And as the years went by, we also were able to get a show called Flipping Paradise on HGTV, and um, our business is just, it's just growing right now.
1: Wow, that's great. Now, uh, Shanoa, we want to mention also, you guys did this while working regular full-time jobs. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes, call us a little crazy, but um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, worked around the clock. This is definitely a family affair, so we would, um, you know, take the children, load them up in the car, we'd drive them, you know, to the houses, clean the houses, we'd drive them around scouting out for properties, um, run down properties, and we just have to do it on the weekends, and our downtime, um, it's been really busy the last five, six years that we've been doing it, so...
1: Yeah, I know. You guys, are, I know you go crazy. And I saw the pilot, so I saw the whole family doing all the work. Nice. <laughs> now, uh, one other thing I'd like uh, David to talk about a little bit is you have a major life change just recently. Tell yes. us. Tell us about that.
2: Yes, I actually quit my job um, that I had been working for for 10 years. And And
1: I'll say right now, it was a good job. Yes, (laughs) Yes.
2: it was. It was a great job. I think
1: it would have been fun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it it was a great job, great people. And it, it was hard to do, but I just reached that point in my life that if I wanted to be successful at running a business, that I had to make that next step.
1: And I'll also say that a lot of you people out there, anyone who's an entrepreneur you, ha- you usually have to start your entrepreneur job as a second job. Right, Douglas? That's right. Yeah, That's I right. mean, you, you can't myself. give up the you bread cannot. and butter.
0: You cannot. Yeah. Yeah, you do that and your wife will not be happy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we know the old saying,
1: happy wife, happy life. Happy life, life. <laughs> exactly. You got it. And Chenoa can attest to that. Yes. But uh, so uh, it's doable, people. That's kind of what I, the reason why these, uh, the Rivera's uh, can tell you all these things. It's actually doable. They're doing it, and uh, it's just an amazing thing that they've done. Now, in the actual work of flipping a house, there's the various stages that everybody would kind of know about, but what are the things that are kind of tricky? What are the parts that would mess up a a new guy trying to do it without any education?
2: If you really, uh, number one is managing, making sure you have a good team with you. You want to make sure that, the people that are gonna help you in this process, you have the right people on
1: your team. Like contractors for repairs?
2: Contractors. You wanna make sure you have a good title company, you have a good relationship with that title company. Uh, You wanna make sure that you can get things at certain prices as far as materials go. And you just wanna make sure that you have all those things basically you know, within grass. So if if problems do come up, you have solutions for those problems.
1: So somebody who was brand new at this could theoretically go in and lose a lot of money because they didn't think that through. Absolutely. Now, do you and Shanoa offer people right now some guidance and help if they wanted to learn from you?
3: Yeah, I think we're definitely open to it. Um, A lot of times we'll have new um, oncomers or investors that actually would like to partner with us. And we work together, we work out a deal, and um, we're also teaching them in the process as well. And so they're investing with us, we uh, set up an LLC with them, and then we just progress from there.
1: So in other words, if there's uh, people right now who have investment money, they see that the real estate market is hot, they see their neighbors and people they know making good money with various rental projects, they could contact you guys and actually if, you know, if it works out between you, they and you could go in together and do projects. Is that correct?
2: Yes, that's correct.
1: Now, where would someone go for the very start? Because we're going to give this contact information now and later. But uh, how would you have somebody contact you if they were an investor looking for a way to start into this exciting business?
3: I think email works the best. Um, our email address is uh, chenoa, C-H-E-N-O-A. Dot David at gmail.com.
1: Well, that's pretty simple. Yeah. And you mentioned a website right now, I think, that you have working.
2: So we also have another business, which is called paradisehomebuyers.com. And that business is geared towards, uh, in the flipping world, it's called wholesaling, which means that we buy properties cash on the spot. We'll make you an offer. If, if it's a house that that that's a rental that you're tired of dealing dealing with the renters. Uh, if it's a property that you're moving, you're you're moving, you got a new job, and you you want to sell that house off fast, give us a call. We'll come over, we'll look at it, and we'll offer you cash to buy your property right from you. So you and don't the, have to deal with that headache no more.
1: This could also be someone. Let's say someone inherits a property and it's all run down. Correct. And they just need to liquidate it. Exactly. You guys can buy it quickly. We can buy it quickly. No hassles. We'll come. We'll give you a
2: fair price right there on the spot, in any
3: condition as well. I'd like to add to that.
1: Right. Yes. So no matter, even if it's really run down. Yes. You guys can take it, do something with it, and.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And they- that's what we do.
1: Right. And they don't have to worry about it anymore. They don't have to worry it about it. It becomes your headache.
2: Yes, it's a win-win <laughs> for them. They right. they get you know we can they can liquidate it. And then we uh, we turn around and make it a great property for the neighborhood.
1: Right, right. So there's probably some neighborhoods. Uh, tell us about the uh, geographical area you guys have mainly worked in, and what you're concentrating on.
2: We we primarily concentrate in Butte County, uh, Paradise, Miguelia, Oroville, Chico, and we. I mean, our strategy is pretty simple. We try to find the most beat up house in the best neighborhood.
1: Yeah, I've always heard that's a good idea. Yep. Yeah,
2: and that's that's kind of been our our strategy, and um, and so that 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 really we follow that model whenever we're trying to find homes, and it's been working out.
1: Wow. Now, are you noticing these days more competition when you go to like an auction at the courthouse for a property?
2: Yes, there is a lot of competition out there, and um, it just it just goes with the territory. It just goes with the business, and it's just part of when you want to get the best deals. That's just part of the business. It's If you're going to get the best deals, you're going to have to deal with competition.
1: And you actually do, inv- you're involved with an actual auction at the courthouse?
2: Yes. So you go to the courthouse, you have to have cashier's checks, and you have to be ready to basically buy the house right then and there. A lot of times, sight unseen, um, you can't even get in and see the house. So basically what you're buying right there is what you get.
1: Yeah. So there could, now what about the fact that I've heard horror stories of people who do that, yes. but it turns out there's like a mortgage or a lien nobody knew about. Is that possible? We're gonna get back to that right after the break, so stay tuned, we got a lot more real estate talk today.
0: David Gressley, Carpet Service, would like to remind us as we get together with family and friends to celebrate the summer holidays, Let's remember to celebrate safely, sanely, and soberly. Remember, alcohol and gasoline do not mix. Practice moderation and common sense. The life you save may just be your own. This reminder is sponsored by David Gressley Carpet Service, where they are proud to be a member of our business community and happy to be involved in this community awareness effort. That's David Gressley Carpet Service at 402 Weemouth Way you're about to ride through the good life here with mike the wine guy rayford hi this is mike rayford inviting you to join me every saturday from two to four right here on kkxx chico for the good life show where we talk about food wine travel and lifestyle
4: tune in on kkxx chico to get all your good life needs Warning. The following may include happiness, smiling, laughter, bundles of joy, spontaneous hugging, and overall, a good
0: time.
2: Two to four right here on KKXX Chico.
1: Welcome back to Business Buzz. We're back here with David and Shanoa Rivera. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, Shanoa's history, too. Uh, I've known her for quite a while, and she used to be a full-time sales rep, driving all over, what, Northern California?
3: Northern California, yes. Hour and a half in the car each way, so about three hours with children and... uh,
1: Covering all the territory and... uh,
3: Long hours.
1: Right, right. So, And she always did well, but... Uh she uh now how long have you two been married? That was something I wanted to check on.
3: We will be married for nine years this uh the twenty first of this month. So oh great. Anniversary's coming up.
1: All right. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh I won't. <laughs> <laughs> and six and six of these nine have been flipping years. Correct. Wow. Yeah that's quite a team. Yes. No. And so uh Shinoa, tell us a little bit about the side of the business that you help with, other than the fact that the whole family actually is in these houses. If anybody saw their pilot called Flipping Paradise on HGTV, uh, you would have seen that. It was awesome. Uh, tell us about the jobs that you do towards all these projects.
3: All right. Um, well, Dave and I work pretty closely together, I and mean, we kind of bounce ideas off of each other all the time. But um, I primarily do the design for the houses, um, pick out paint colors, work with the contractors, and just try to... Uh, you know design the property that's going to appeal to the mass majority of people so we can entice as many buyers in the area as possible
1: Now one other thing we were talking during the break uh, about how David's actually his hometown is uh, what's the town Maui
2: Hawaii Lahaina and, uh, Wailuku
1: Wailuku Maui yes. Hawaii
2: Wailuku yep
1: Now <laughs> I also wanted to point out that since these are clients of mine I know some of their business stuff and I don't want to give away any secrets but they actually did a flip in Hawaii, didn't they? That's correct, in Lahaina. Yeah. So theoretically, you can go to Hawaii yep. and do business. Exactly. Okay. So I just want to point that out for anybody thinking about a new job. <laughs> this has this has some real potential. Yeah. <laughs> and I can say it's a legitimate travel deduction when you're doing a flip. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all pick- legal. it's all legal, folks. Yeah. It's all legal. Yeah, we,
3: we pick the right locations, I think, for that.
1: That's yeah. right. That's right. So. So you guys, uh, let's say you go to the courthouse, you have a cashier's check, and you buy a house. Now I know in the old days it would be maybe sixty or seventy thousand. You just bought a house for.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's not
1: like that anymore, no, is it? No,
2: it's not. With with housing prices going up, um, a lot of these properties they're going for a lot more. The prices are definitely. A lot so more. So now
1: instead of paying 60 or 70 for a beat up house in Orville.
2: You're paying hundred and twenty, 130000 for Right, a house. for the bottom line, yes. for the bottom. For so the bottom, yes.
1: That's got to, now, like I was talking about competition, that's got to eliminate some of the low starting competition. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Because they don't have the money they, to do that exactly. deal. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Wow.
2: And I, and, I, and I think one of the things that separates us too is we're at every single auction going on. Um, and we don't necessarily bid every single one up to the highest price. We, we were there just in case there, maybe somebody does, there's not a lot of people there right. and maybe they let it go at a lower price and we have a chance of getting it. Right. So that's another thing is we always make sure we know our bottom line before we bid on something.
1: Right. I would imagine if I was a beginner and I was going to my second auction, I would probably be depressed if I saw you and Shinoah <laughs> heading up the steps. <laughs> you got
3: to start I, somewhere though. Right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you had the same thing when you started, I'm sure. Oh yeah, no, you got it was, be, you got beat by some somebody.
2: Oh yeah, no. The the first auction I went to, you know, I really didn't know what I was doing. I just I just was basically scoping out the scene. Shinoah was with me. Yeah. I mean, we were nervous. We didn't, you know, we had yeah. no idea what was going on exactly and but again, it's it's about experience. After you do your first one, after you do a couple more, then you start knowing, okay, what are the things I got to look for? How, how, how do I get prepared when I go to this auction? And it just comes with experience and time. Yeah,
3: and you don't want that fear of, you know, failure to just, you know, prevent you from moving forward. So if you don't jump in at some point, you're never going to get anywhere.
1: That's a great point. Yes, wow. exactly. And
2: and that's really our model is that for us to get where we're at, we, we have taken a lot of risk, a lot of risk, and, and we've – We like to set unrealistic goals because we know that in some way and somehow we're going to achieve those goals no matter what. But we set unrealistic goals because that's our ceiling. That's what we try to do.
1: Well, you've taken risks, and so have your investors. Yes, they have. But (laughs) you're still here, so so far everything's
0: going pretty well. (laughs) Well, You take a risk when you get married. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. But, but look, I mean that's a big risk. Yeah. And a big reward, I look, must say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but look at look at what happened. Exactly. Yeah, beautiful family. Yes, wow, thank you. you were, like made in heaven. Oh, thank your thank you. Your marriage is just awesome. Thank you. Yes. Just from what I see, the way you interact, with, and yeah. I'm sure y'all, it hasn't always been smiles. No. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Every, no. Right. right everyone. Ha, yes. Everyone has Maybe their moments. Sometimes some clashes going on. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yes. But uh, yes. that's what you do. You work. You you have. It's about working. The garden doesn't grow without taking out the weeds, tilling the soil, watering it. And if somebody's working it more than the other person's working it, yes. there's a resentment start to build. And, you know, the, you have to come back and balance it out. And it's just, that's the way life is, exactly. whether it's marriage or whether it's flipping houses or whether it's, I agree. yeah, all that. Yep. So I, I admire you both. Harold, yeah. you picked some winners. I you told visited. you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, the,
1: the other thing is, this is a great thing for a faith-based hour because... This is a family that works together, the yeah. mother, hey, the father, that. and right. the children yeah. all working on projects. And do you think your uh, children may end up being real estate uh, career types?
3: They've shown some interest, um, yes. So no, they I,
1: aren't that old yet. What's your oldest?
3: <laughs> well, 19. 19, so, 19. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's she's still pretty young. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. Uh,
2: we get them all involved every time, so they, they, they get an understanding of the, of the value of how hard you have to work. To, to to make it so we like taking them when we go in landscape or clean houses if we have a house on the market we always like to maintain them and we get the family involved and we clean it and we get them there and we get them doing stuff so they realize and they see
1: now do you honestly feel like they do enjoy this
2: uh,
3: well. So, well well here's the thing if <laughs> we the bribe time. them with ice yeah. cream afterwards right, right,
1: right. <laughs> it works there's, out right there's always a way <laughs> yes. I, I I didn't mean that you know to be negative at all yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that. Um, you know, sometimes they'll go along with it because yeah. they feel like they should. Yeah. But then again, they can see that the work they're doing is making you know results. Yes. They see things happen.
2: No, I, I think exactly. they definitely see the value, and and especially our youngest one. She when she cleans the house, she just like closes the door like I cleaned it. You know, like so I she's made this spark. proud big of her job. Now. Yeah, that's
1: great. So, yeah. that's a great uh, that's a great work ethic. So let's talk a little bit about some of your favorite deals and maybe. A couple about your least favorite deals. What are the kinds of things that popped up on one of your favorite deals or, or least? I, Whichever comes to mind. I, I
3: think a memorable deal. I don't know if it's a, a popular one or a favorite or least, but we had a 30-foot sinkhole. And, uh, that and it was, was a, located
2: in the master bathroom inside the house.
1: Whoa. Under the under, Was there a floor above the sinkhole?
2: So underneath the subfloor was a huge sinkhole. Whoa. In the master bathroom,
1: and you probably didn't know that when you bought it.
2: No, we knew. Oh, we okay. knew because this one we actually bought on the MLS. Oh, and it actually had caution tape—the yellow caution tape that the police <laughs> use—and <laughs> they had it in front of the bathroom, and and so it we they disclosed it, and when we bought it, it was um, it was just a the, um, the hole was thirty feet deep.
1: How wide Whoa, was it?
2: Feet uh, it was about like four, oh, four or five. Four or five feet wide it wasn't that wide
1: might have saved money on having to buy a new toilet yeah (laughs) yeah just take out the old one right
2: yeah so we we hired a civil engineer and um and we ran everything by the city of paradise because that's where we did the flip and um, we did everything and we made sure that everything we dotted all our i's and crossed all our t's and the civil engineer signed off on everything and and that was one of our that was probably one of the biggest most challenging flips because of that problem that the house had.
1: But you knew going in, so it was part of your part yes. of your strategy. Yes. How did exactly. they, did they fill it in with dirt or something? What did Concrete they do? and dirt. Oh, wow. Yes. Combination
3: of both. Yes. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh, what about the worst surprise you've had on one that you didn't know was coming uh, in a house?
2: Well, you know, I think the biggest thing is that when we were younger, we, we weren't typically doing all our inspections, but we, we were doing inspections, but as you, get, as you get more experience doing this, you wanna always get all your inspections done. You wanna make sure you get everything checked out. The electrical, the plumbing, the AC, the roof, the pest report, you wanna make sure you do all that. So when we were younger and we were first starting out, we didn't know all this stuff. And so we were buying houses and we weren't getting a lot, some of this stuff checked out. And then when we went to sell it, we, we were basically, the, that stuff came up in the inspections. And so it took away from our bottom line.
1: Right. Well, uh, well, as soon as we come back, I've got some real good advice for our audience. So uh, stay tuned.
4: You're about to ride through the good life, here with
0: Mike the Wine Guy Rayford. Hi, this is Mike Rayford, inviting you to join me every Saturday from 2 to 4, right here on KKXX Chico, for The Good Life Show, where we talk about food, wine, travel, and lifestyle.
4: Tune in on KKXX Chico to get all your good life needs. Warning, following may include happiness, smiling, laughter, bundles of joy, spontaneous hugging, and overall, a good time. Two to four, right here on KKXX Chico. Hello, I'm Gary Crossland. Everything in the Old Testament points forward to Jesus. Everything in the epistles points backward to Jesus. That's why I encourage people to read the words of Jesus every day. This is where emotional and spiritual health come from. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Well, where do you read his commandments but in the Gospels? Now, I know that it's easy to get a little confused when jumping between one Gospel and the next, which is why I wrote the Merged Gospels. It's where all four Gospels are literally translated from the Greek, broken down word by word and merged back together into one beautiful chronological story with not one word of Scripture removed. You can't buy it in stores. It's available only online at mergedgospels.com. It's great for new believers, for personal devotions and for group studies. There's also an audiobook and as always you get to name the price. Just go to mergedgospels.com.
2: When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. A
4: warm place on
2: a cold I day. Be
4: football I want stadium. to be a bike that races around the country.
2: I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be.
4: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.
1: Well, we're back with David and Shanoa Rivera. They're here to help you with a lot of different things that could be pitfalls in real estate, but they've been there and they can educate you. David, I am concerned about people who may get talked into joining, like going to a seminar, and then the seminars are usually free. They send you little tickets to the Holiday Inn, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) and then they hit people up, and i I've had a lot of clients who have come to me after the fact. They didn't ask me, and they spent a lot of money. So tell us about your experience with that and yeah. ways people can avoid the, I'll just call it the sucker punch of a sucker getting sucked in without knowing what they're doing.
2: Yes. You know, there are good seminars out there, and there are bad ones. Uh, I, I personally would recommend um, to make sure you do your homework before you decide to go to one of these. And don't just be ready to pull the trigger and and, and sign your life away, you know, writing a big check to think you're going to get something right away. It it doesn't work like that. You know, my best recommendation is read a lot of books. Find out who the best real estate flippers are out there that are out there and look for their books, buy their books, read their books because they're proven at what they're doing. Right. And those are the people that that you want to mimic and you want to strive to be like them.
1: Right. And then when you read their book you find out that it took them years and years Absolutely. of learning. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. It, it's it's not flipping houses is not a get rich scheme. It's not you're not going to get rich flipping one house. It's over time. It's 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 a you you learn in the process and over time you start perfecting your craft and you start getting better at what you're doing and and it just it it, it only it only gets better from there if if you're reading and you're learning from the best.
3: And I think networking also with some of your local, you know, People. there's investment groups that they have locally yes. um, tapping into those resources right.
1: talking to other people like your tax man or your insurance man or something like that
3: exactly all of that I
1: right think. now Shanoa you're a lot of a lot of the part you do in this is making the house look nice for the buyer so you get a better price when you sell
3: exactly so
1: what are some of the things you look for like right at the start when you see a messed up house
3: um, what are you looking at <laughs> Kitchens and bathrooms sell houses. You know, everybody likes to be in the kitchen. It's right. kind of congregated towards that area of a right. home these days. Anytime we can open up a wall and make it an open floor plan, um, that's our goal. And then um, I think staying within the area. You know, we are kind of up in the rustic woods in pa- within Paradise and Megalia, um, or and Chico, not so much, depending on where the location is. But I think tying it back into the neighborhood and tying it back into like kind of that woodsy theme, staying with like some of the rustic themes classic things. Um, We don't want to go too modern or too bold. That's going to scare away buyers. So we try to stay something that's neutral. That's going to appeal to a lot of different buyers.
1: Now, I don't want to give anything away about my personal life, but would you say it's true that if a couple is looking at a house, if the woman doesn't like it, they're not going to buy it?
3: I'd say that has a huge factor with it. Okay, thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure that that seemed normal. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I usually defer to my wife on judgments <laughs> like that because, you know, she's probably got a better idea than me about a lot of things. So
3: Yeah, and I'd say there's also a lot of um, houses that we can take and just restore um, some of the existing stuff. There's a lot of DIY projects that you can do on your home to increase the value. Um, a lot of easy, inexpensive things you can do, and we try to do that. Uh, it's cost-effective for us, and sometimes cabinets were built better, you know, several years back than they are built now, depending on where you're purchasing them from. So adding hardware or painting them, um, there's just a lot of little tidbits that you could do.
1: I just wanted to mention that Douglas is like a cabinet expert, and he's the old-school guy.
0: I build cabinets. Oh, nice.
1: nice. Yeah, and he and does I'm, the real thing. I
0: do a refinish guy. I can refinish a baby girl.
3: Oh, wow.
0: Oh, nice. So I can do it simple. I'm a journeyman painter. I can do all that. And I do that. That's, I have three businesses. That's one of the things I do with my hands. I, hands on. Yeah. I didn't want to promote myself. No, I just wanted to nice. mention that. I yeah. do understand what you're up against because I've done this for people like you. And I keep in mind that t- what they're trying to do. The, the get the most for the least. That's what we all try to do.
1: Now, know what? when you started doing all this, of course, you owned your own home before this. Correct. But... How did you learn these little tricks like the do-it-yourself
3: uh, you know,
1: inexpensive way to make it look a lot better? Did you read about it, or did you just sort of figure it out?
3: You know, it just took time um, and practice and errors and then learning. Um, but I would say also there's a lot of resources out there on the Internet. Um, you know, Pinterest, there's house, there's a lot of things. When you start looking into design elements or even... Um, you know, house flipping, I think it goes back to what David was been saying is, you know, knowing what your kind of market is and then researching about it and learning as much as you can and then mastering what you're good at. I think that
1: that kind of applies to anything, but that's good advice. Very. So Very. what projects are I mean, we're not going to ask for addresses. What <laughs> what projects are you currently involved in and what's hap- what's happening right now with the lo- with the current market? Price wise, when you sell, aren't you getting more than you thought?
2: It's we a hot are. market. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a seller's market right now. Um, there is, the prices have gone up and people are paying top dollar for houses right now.
1: So, um, now I don't know if I mentioned this. Shinoa is now a real estate agent. So, all of the flips you've been doing over the last five or six years, you've ended up probably paying a different agent commissions. Correct. But now Shanoa is the agent doing your deals.
3: Yeah, it was a pretty interesting story, actually. Um, Our last uh, son was born in December, and I had been studying for my real estate um, exam, and I ended up taking a crash course the Saturday week before he was born, took my test on a Tuesday, (laughs) drove down with my husband just to make sure in case I went into labor, and then passed the exam, Came home and then a few days later had the baby.
0: So, so I <laughs> oh, want to yeah, see was... your suit. You are the real Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> the real Wonder Woman. Didn't know she that. is.
1: You know, it's interesting because uh, you know you you hear about all the people who. I mean, I just recently read an article, the just in the national economy thing, the state of Alabama instituted, or like twenty counties in Alabama instituted a new rule where you don't get food stamps unless you start, like, applying for jobs. And 85% of the people stopped getting food stamps. <laughs> wow. Wow. So when you see people like David and Shanoa, it makes you kind of wonder what's going on because they realize that hard work pays off and they're not afraid to, you know, roll up their sleeves and do all this work. I personally don't like cleaning houses, but... <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just everybody's got their own thing. And I just think it's amazing that, you know, a young couple like that can start a business and be doing this much stuff. I mean, you're probably working on what... How many are you working on at any one time?
2: We currently right now are flipping 10 houses as we speak.
3: Whoa.
2: (laughs) I would have thought maybe three or
0: four. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's like, this isn't flipping burgers. This is flipping (laughs) houses.
3: Yeah, and juggling a family and, you know, with a six-month-old baby. Wow. Wow. It's it's pretty chaotic.
0: Now, your oldest is 19? 19 to six six months. And your youngest is six? Yes. That is quite an impressive feat. Wow. Wow. That, I'm, I'm impressed. We're
3: yeah, committed to success, so. Yes. Yeah. You
0: certainly have my my greatest respect for what you're doing.
1: Thank yeah, you. I think
0: and yeah. your attitude. I mean, they just they yeah. act like they don't have yeah. a care in the world. Right. Really?
3: <laughs> well,
1: they don't because they've got probably, you've got people all over right now working on these houses. Yes. I know you've got a daughter watching the baby. Yes. So yes. everything's everything's they've got, fine.
0: They've got delegating. That's
1: right. Down cold. That's right. That's correct.
3: Organization elegant. skills to yes. its <laughs> finest. Nice. Yes.
1: So, David, do you miss your job? I'm sure you miss some of the people.
2: Yes. Yeah. I, I I was there for ten years, so I made a lot of great friendships there, and I learned a lot from a lot of those people and the organization. And so, yeah, it was it was tough to leave. But uh, do you yeah.
1: miss having to get there every day at eight or nine in the morning?
2: I. I, you know, I, I'm an early riser. I believe if you start your day early, um, to me, you, you get stuff done early. And to me, you stay on top of things if you get started early. And so
1: I, at I do your kinda... age, At your age, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, watch,
2: it,
0: watch it speaking about age here. <laughs> right.
1: okay. Nothing personal, Douglas. You get up earlier than me, uh, so like I'm say, okay. Like they say
0: down on the chicken farm, the yolk's on me. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: So uh, now what, what are you, uh, oh, uh, before we get a little too far along, David and Shanoa, they are open to investors. If you're out there thinking about you would like to be involved in real estate, but you just don't know how to do this, you couldn't do a flip yourself, Correct. Tell, tell us about what an investor could do if they met you tonight.
2: Well, I, I think the biggest thing uh, that I would say to everyone that wants to get into it is there's a lot to learn. It doesn't just ha- – you, you don't just buy a house and then you – No, no.
1: I, no, I'm talking about a tr- just a guy with money. He doesn't right. want to be involved in the, right. in the work itself. Yep. He wants to give you some money, and yep. what's he going to get for his investment? Is he going to earn interest, or is he going to own part of the property?
3: It depends. I think it depends on the investor and kind of what they're looking for. Do they want just a interest check? You know, monthly. Some people like it like that. Some people want to take a little bit more of a risk and go in with the house flipping. And, um, you know, some people like to be a little bit more involved and some people like to be a little bit less involved. So I think we offer a lot of avenues. We also have BPS Properties, which is the uh, property management company that I'm working under, the brokerage. And um, we work with um, people that are investing in real estate as far as just buying rental properties and managing them. And then also the real estate agent transactions, just as far as buying and selling. And then also having this avenue of investors that can partner with us or learn from us or just different avenues within that.
1: Right. And that's something we've talked about before. If you're a retired person with money in the bank right now, what are you earning in interest? Virtually nothing. And your money could be risked in the stock market to try to make a little more. I happen to know for a fact that the David and Shanoa have investors making a so, I won't mention numbers, but they make a solid interest earnings and their money is not tied up for a real long time. What's your longest time for a flip Normally, I mean, what's your what's your time frame?
2: We're averaging right now about three and a half months to get the house basically done on the market and sold. I so mean, from the day quick. you buy it and from from the, the day, day we sell it, it three day, and a half months. Yeah, right. We're really quick in what we're doing.
1: Now, our, okay. Now we're going to come back after the break and and kind of finish up with that whole idea of what the public out here can really learn and what they can get by getting to know uh, the Riveras. So we'll be right back.
4: How many people built the ark? This is Ken Ham, author, speaker, and blogger on science and the Bible's reliability. All this week, we've addressed skeptics' claims about Noah's ark. Today, we're going to look at the charge that four men and four women would have never been able to build such a massive structure. Well, many people have a misunderstanding of the biblical text. Genesis tells us that only eight people were saved from the flood on the ark. But nowhere does it tell us how many people helped to build the ship. It's quite likely Noah hired others to help with the construction. Even today, many unbelievers are willing to work for believers. This would have not only helped get the ark built, would have also given Noah an opportunity to urge unbelievers to repent of their sin before the watery judgment. Want to know more about Noah's Ark? Visit our website to learn more about the flood and about the full size Noah's Ark, now open in northern Kentucky at AnswersRadio.com.
0: This is Pastor Glenn from Butte Bible Fellowship. You know, I want to invite you today to just stop for a moment. And ask yourself, have I asked Jesus Christ into my life and into my heart to forgive me of sin and be my Lord? Today, you can do that, but you need to go to Him because He's come to you. Ask Him to forgive you of sin. God bless you, and I trust you'll step into
2: a new life. Pastor Glenn Cheney and KKXX, sharing the good news with Northern California.
1: Welcome back, to Business Buzz. Well, I know things have been hopping because I've I've have a few clients who are realtors, and they've been telling me about the. It's sort of like a mania right now. Now, I'll go a little bit to the negative side because I always like to play devil's advocate a little bit. Uh, if there were to be a downturn, can you get out of these places fast enough to not have a big problem?
2: But I think the number one thing. When we flip houses, is it, you make your money when you buy it. So even though we spend money remodeling it, we're still into it for such a a low price that we can still turn it into a rental, and the rental can cash flow, and we can kind of ride the wave. That's a good backup plan. That's yeah. excellent. Plan. Right. Yeah.
1: Now, uh, w- let's say I'm an investor and I gave you fifty thousand towards the purchase, mm-hmm. and now we have a big downturn. Yep. Is there something in the contract that says you get get a little more time to pay me back? Is that you cover that kind of thing?
2: Well, we always we always figure it out when we're when we're um, talking all the terms up front. Right. But you know, whenever we're going to put that money into the real estate field, we always have a plan B or a plan right. C just in case things don't work right. out.
3: because we can always but, cash refinance a house out. Right. You can always um, get them their money if exactly. they need it. Exactly. That's, That's right. the key. Is when you buy a house cash. You right. have a bit more leeway.
1: Now, how many different loan experts do you guys work with? Because you probably do a lot of that, right? Different we, loans or? We used to.
2: When we were first starting out, um, when we didn't have that much capital to work with, we were using a lot of different loan officers. But now, everything we do is cash from our investors. So we really don't do too many loans To purchase properties anymore.
1: So your investors have done so well with you over the past few years that you guys really don't have that much trouble getting money. Correct. But new investors would still be welcome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're
2: always growing, and um, you know, there's, there's, we can't buy every single house out there. Right. So you know, we're we're definitely would welcome new investors.
1: Well, with ten houses right now being worked on. I'm just doing a little math that's probably a million <laughs> bucks floating around. Here, right? <laughs> Wouldn't I be there's correct? A, yes. There's
3: quite I, a bit. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's
1: definitely a lot of capital out there right, right, right now right. on these properties. And it, and it's working. And lately, it's making quite a bit of money. Yeah. And I don't mean to be a naysayer, but the main thing is people say, well, right now, real estate's doing great. Well, you guys have been in this in a while, and it's not always flying high. It's, right. Sometimes it's a little flat. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Can I say? Would it be correct to say that your skills can enable you guys to make money even in a flatter market?
3: Correct.
2: Yes, absolutely. Okay, because it's you're going to buy have, right. Exactly. We buy right, and we always have a plan B and a plan C.
1: I do some eBay things, and I know exactly what you mean. If you buy right, you just made a bunch of money. Exactly. Yes. You don't even have to worry about selling it. Exactly. If you buy it right. Yeah. Correct. No, I. Agree. You know,
2: I, and I would say a lot of these houses we get them at such a discount that we could just throw it right back on the market and not even fix it up the way that we usually do and still make a good return because we bought it right.
1: Right, so So. you you buy one and you know it's a good one. Yes. If something comes up and you don't feel like working on this one first, just turn around and sell it for a smaller profit. Exactly. But no effort, no investment of time. Yes. Wow. It's a pretty Pretty cool way. Win-win situation. I grew up up working for my dad and he was a tax accountant uh, And I learned from him and I worked for him for a while. I noticed that of all the wealthy clients of his down in the Bay Area when I was younger working for him, most all of them got rich via real estate in one way or the other, usually rentals. I'll tell you a little quick story. One of those clients decided at about age 60 or 65 that he just was sick of it. He's going to cash out. He sold all 30 of his rentals in wow. the East Bay in one year
2: oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. for a
1: total of a million five. Oh
2: man. <laughs> and, and he thought he yeah. was just
1: so. No, it worked out for him because he was older. Yeah. And at that time, that was fine. He made a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just doing the math. 30 Bay Area houses now oh. yeah. t- times 600,000 apiece, even for yeah. some smaller ones. Yeah. We're talking like 18 million bucks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Easily. So, Easily. You know, I'm not yeah. sure he had children. I can't remember his exact situation. But anyway, that, but like I say, real estate, no matter how bad the crash might have been in 07 for some people, it's still been the way that people have get, gotten wealthy. Yes. And, uh, you guys are right in the thick of it. And, um, so is your plan to acquire rentals every year as you go? I mean, is that in the back of your mind?
3: Rentals, um, duplexes, apartment complexes down right. the line. So, I mean, exactly. you guys
1: are thinking in that respect of Absolutely. your own retirement. Absolutely. That right.
2: passive income that you can get from the right. rental properties is a no-brainer, plus the depreciation that you can get. So we're definitely looking to acquire right. that kind of stuff.
1: Well, I've mentioned this before to you guys, but as your CPA... And as a guy who likes to do public speaking and, you know, just kind of have fun out there. I think that you guys could be a team like those Las Vegas flippers. (laughs) (laughs) But you might not even have to hire people because I know those people just hire other people to go do the seminar. Right. You could do seminars and charge a reasonable amount and make a lot of money just being teachers because you're actually doing this. Yeah. As opposed right. to, you know, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Right. So I think you guys, with what you've learned over the last six years together, uh, you could be the type who would give seminars and make tons of money educating people. Yeah. I think no, you could do that. Yeah. 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 And I, I only asked for 40% cut. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was no, the I, kicker. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. No,
1: I'm just saying, I know that that's the type of thing And I, you know, some people, like you say, some of the seminars are good, some of them aren't. But yeah. I do want to warn all the listeners that you don't just go to a seminar and fork out the dough like David was saying. Right. I've had clients come to me after that and I just want to cry. Yeah. Because yeah. they it's spent all this money and they still have yet to t- pull the trigger on their first flip project. Yeah. And it's just really sad and yes, uh, I hate to see it.
2: Oh, it's terrible.
1: So what other advice can you give uh people out there right now that are thinking about doing a flip what would be a couple things you know just start just get your feet wet i would i would read
2: some books right i would go to barnes and nobles and start reading books research it get on the internet start reading and don't just read one publication read other ones start reading into all that and then if you can look at someone that's doing flips locally where you're at in your area try to contact them take them out to lunch i mean learn try and learn be, become a sponge and try and take in as much as you can before you get into it right and then jump into it
1: right
3: yeah. but you have right. to jump right you That's do have to do a deal at yeah. some point you have to do it and it's not going to mean that down the road you're not going to you know have some hiccups or some failures but you have to fail to succeed and i think we try and spin everything around like it's a learning experience you know at the end of the day we are continuously learning reach house. You know, there's yes. always ups and downs. And it's a roller coaster ride, but um you got to be thick-skinned to invest in real estate. Right. But do that, it. it
1: it always takes guts to go in it and does. jump in on a on yes. a large purchase. It does. Yeah. <laughs> now, which areas do you see in Butte County that are are they all doing well right now or uh Yeah.
2: I think right now, I mean, and we're investing all in Butte County,
1: is, is even Megalia, that seems to sort of be the end of the Magalia road? Is and... a great...
2: People are loving uh, Megalia because they can retire there um, and they're selling their houses in the Bay Area and they're taking that income and buying a house, basically cash, relocating in, relocating in Megalia and they still have a ton of money to live off of from selling their house in the Bay Area.
1: Right, and they're close enough to Chico to where they don't feel like they're exactly. isolated up yes. in the yes. Chester. I mean, Chester's exactly. a little far. That is. You
3: get a yeah. lot of bang for your buck up there. You'd be surprised yeah. the difference, right. you know, from Chico. Right, and the prices
1: even. are lower.
2: The prices right. are lower up on the ridge as opposed to being in Chico. Right, even in Paradise
1: Orville. is lower, too. Right? Paradise yes. is lower, yes. Right, yeah. Wow. It's just amazing that uh, you guys have parlayed this idea that you started. Because I was there for your start, so yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm intimately involved in this stuff because I've seen it from the beginning. But these guys are the real deal. They went out and did it. They're professional flippers right here in Butte County, and uh, I'm just uh, really impressed with the way you guys have taken this business to this this whole new level.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I have a question, Harold, and and to you, David and Shanoa. don't mean to ignore you. Uh, appreciate your... Your very positive, upbeat attitude. Uh, the question is, what would be your what's your lowest dollar? Uh, I mean, is if there's a fifty thousand dollar deal or a sixty thousand dollar deal, is that too low for you? Or if there's a hundred and fifty or two two hundred thousand dollar deal, is that
1: you mean the price of the, the price house on they're a house starting you're with?
0: Gonna, you're going to look for. I mean, what is there a ceiling price and a low price? I guess you might no, say. No, I, I
2: we. If it's a good deal, it doesn't matter the price if it's fifty thousand or a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand. If it's a good deal and it fits within our guidelines, mm-hmm. we'll we'll definitely pursue it. Okay.
1: Do you look at ones that are three or four hundred, like with a lot of land? Is that something you can make a lot of money with or we're
2: we're open we're open to any kind of deal as long as it pencils out and after we do the homework and we, you know it's something that we think it, it, it can work, we we're, we're open to that kind of stuff also. Right.
1: That's really cool. But
3: we do pay attention to how long the house is going to sit. We d- we price it right so that we draw buyers in and we try to stick with what people can afford to buy in the area. That's
1: what I was thinking. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you probably prefer those ones that are a little lower end so you know it's going to sell pretty quick. Yes. And that used to be selling for 150 to 160. Now right. it's selling for 2 to 220 or Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. I know everything's been magnified lately.
2: Now, on
0: your offers, do you? I know there. I hear stories out there from. We have a realtor in our group, Becky Williams, mm-hmm. and she advertises on the radio station here, and she's really successful. In Century 21, she is the second from the top agent out of 72 agents. She's been that for the last two years. Wow. I told her you join my CBNA group and you get on the radio and we'll we'll make sure you're number 1 Yeah. Nice. <laughs> she's, exactly. She's got like four houses right now. She she sold 38 houses last year. Wow. wow. And she's uh she's got like four houses right now. She's working on closing, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Yes, and it she's is. in her 50s. Yeah. She I should forgive me Becky for saying that, but I I slipped. She looks about Thirty-five or forty. I'm <laughs> yeah, not. yeah. She yes. does. everybody that, says that. Not no, just
1: me. I, I just talked to a realtor today, in fact, and they were talking about the fact that there's like no inventory right now.
0: Correct. Yeah. Yep. They said they can. So
1: it's a seller's she, she market. She has
0: five to six or seven buyers to show up at the same time. Sometimes, do you run into that problem now? Are you are you there yet? Where you have more than I two would, or three buyers correct. showing up? Correct.
3: I would say we have multiple buyers. Um, you ever get like fistfights in the driveway with? Uh, all the properties that are listed on the mls now because there's not a lot of you know a huge inventory so a lot of people you know will offer on the same property right that's not uncommon that's a it's
1: pretty of... that's a pretty bad problem to have isn't it guys <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. is, you got 10 occasionally houses and you're selling <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah wow so
3: yeah so even people that you know are interested in um buying properties and want to know what we have coming up you know we've had people reach out to us on our Facebook page, Shinoa uh, and David. In fact, let's
1: do some contacts right now because we're coming up against the end of the hour. Give us all of your contact info that investors and other people can talk to you about.
2: We're on Facebook, and our Facebook is Shinoah and David Rivera. Correct.
1: So okay. they could contact you through there. Facebook,
3: message on Facebook is a good way to get a hold of us. You can also see what we've been listing, um, properties that we've done and flipped before You'd and afters.
0: you use phone numbers at all?
3: Yeah. There um, are some
0: people that don't do. Yet.
1: Yeah, some they do phones, some, some, some yeah, don't these they days. They won't even get yeah. on the internet. What about that uh, email address again?
3: And David at com.
1: Okay. And then what was that? The, dot David, sorry. Dot David at gmail.com. Gmail. Yep. And what was that uh, LLC name that you said?
2: Uh, we also have a, for wholesaling, people that want to dump properties, whether they're rentals or a property that's vacant. Right, people and who wanna need wanna to liquidate. It.
1: ParadiseHomeBuyers.com. Wow. So there's lots of ways to get a hold yes. of this duo, the dynamic duo. <laughs> they're making money. You might figure out a way to either make money with them or make money on your own, Uh, but they're available, they're very helpful, and they don't mind sharing their knowledge. Yes.
0: Should should I want to give you a call or somebody out there wants to call you on the phone instead? Yeah. Uh, Is there a phone number?
3: BPS Properties is a company I work for, the real estate brokerage, and uh, 530 828 0515, and they can contact me directly.
2: So here's the office number right here. Okay. So that
1: was 530 and they can ask for Shanoa? Correct. That'd be great. Okay. So, yeah, it's been a really exciting hour. I'm really glad you guys could make it. We all learned a lot, and yeah, learned a lot. Uh, if anybody's out there thinking they wanted to be a f- real estate flipper, now they know at least the process they need to go through to start. And like David said, read, read, and read some more. Talk to people, and if you don't have anybody to talk to, you can talk to the Riveras, who are happy to help.
3: Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Hey, great. Appreciate
1: Thanks for coming. Yeah, and uh, great,
2: thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah. Yes.
1: And we'll see you guys uh, back on the Business Buzz uh, tomorrow at three. KKXX Paradise
2: K280GL Chico
1: and K283AR Chico Yuba City, Marysville. Here's Rick Box, founder
4: of Integrity Resource Center, with today's Integrity Moment.
1: Four close friends launched a small business. After years of losses and questions about the future direction of the company,
0: one of the partners called me for help. We discussed the options and the challenges they faced. Her involvement and concern for the business was beginning to jeopardize her cherished friendships. As much as she enjoyed working with her friends, she realized
1: she needed to make a change. Jesus taught in Luke 16, 9, I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves, so that when it is gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Don't let money get between you and a good friend. It is wiser to walk away from the money than to ruin a relationship God provided. To
4: order Rick's new book, Unconventional Business, visit integrityresource.org. That's integrityresource.org. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The top Democrat in the House says, everyone in tonight's